Dad Pod. Welcome this is a video thing as well. Have a name. Podcast. Or midlife crisis. Howdy, daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> and you're very welcome along to this week's episode of Dadcast. It's Dadcast Life because McIntyre is on the golf course. I mean, that's proper parenting right there. In, mm. previ- in previous weeks, it's been like, oh, I'm contractually obliged not to appear with you guys. And then it was like, mm, I just doesn't I'm, care. I'm, What's I'm, the level know, below? The child in, and now we're like, uh, What's the level below phoning it in? I got the I think we see like where off. this is going. He's sidling his way out of the diecast. Oh, fairness. Oof. The episode, this the, title, the episode where McIntyre leaves. We're in the summer. He doesn't have to work on a Friday. Are you going to go to the golf course? Are you going to come into town for? Well, we could we could record earlier. We could record at ten. We could record at a golf course. No, it could do that. Good that idea. actually is a far far greater idea. Some sponsorship from a golf course to do this every Friday yeah. morning on the golf course. Yeah. Yes. And then play golf. We yeah, um, it's outing. Apparently, people aren't making decisions anymore on the golf course. They're all getting uh, on the bike and spending an hour cycling because five hours to play golf and the hour-long trip to go there oh, and back. That's a big commitment. Yeah. This sounds like the sales pitch they were giving you when they were Well, we were like, yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> Absolutely. Where did you pick those bikes up Cycle from, Superstore in <laughs> <laughs> Forget the golf guys. Spend yeah. 1,500 quid on the bike. Yeah, they're amazing. The bikes are amazing. You can lift them with your little finger. It's like, they're literally... So we bought a, we bought a Batman bike for my son recently, and he's like, okay, oh, it's great. It's exciting, and has used it twice. Uh, and I'm like, okay, it's fair enough. No, you don't have to, but you do have to. What sort of bike? A little BMX or a... Um, what are they called? But We were only talking about this morning. Um, uh, Kevin from Wonder Years had one. A... Tricycle? No, a... Oh, a... Uh, chopper. Yeah, no, no. Right. Uh, no chopper. Too early. Did you have him on the chopper. balance bike? Yeah, he'd been on the balance bike. Oh, yeah. And so he'd be grand. Balance and bike is key. It's amazing it's the, the difference. Learning to cycle is a totally yeah. different experience now. You just go on the balance bike, stick him on the bike then, and they're away. Yeah. The yeah. balance bike. We, we have... So you just sit on it. He's not... Our fellow's... No, he's reluctant. Careful Khan is uh, is what we call him. He very much takes after his mother. Um, a little bit reluctant. To, shit, I've done it again. Oh, jeez. Well, it's all right. I was you talking. It's fine. I was uh, talking, to your, wife, I was talking to your wife during the week, and she told me she never listens. And I thought she was testing me. Uh, but then I mentioned something, and she did act surprised when I, when I said it to her. So I said, I better stop talking. Well, Luckily, it, you were right it, at that uh, moment. I mean... I'm not going to mention the word, but was it in relation to that? No. <laughs> right, oh, okay. she did. She did bring that up. Did she? I brought up your uh, calling in, calling her home. Oh yeah, right. She said was uh, she wasn't gone as long as you had suggested. <laughs> as you know, what was she saying? What was her, <laughs> what was her version? <laughs> uh, you see, you, you tell stories in this podcast. You never really expect anyone. We should, we should phone it. her up and say, uh, "There's a few things we'd like to verify with you. Can you just come on the show?" Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> bikes, bikes. Oh, you were talking about. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, he he's not really he. So he has one of those, and then he has um. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really so many types of bikes. Man. A scooter. And it's only in the last few days that he's actually stepping out to the scooter. And I tried to bring him out and, come on, this is what we do. And you yeah. cajole him and push him and ultimately end up holding him and the scooter and you're all moving along together. But actually, you just let him out on himself now and he's starting to move around the house a little bit and getting a little bit less careful, which is, uh, I think it's cool. Yeah, we have one of those. Is your Very careful child. First one. The oldest one, incredibly careful, yeah, incredibly lazy. So, so doesn't want to cycle, partic- you know. <laughs> the, whereas the young lad is mad, hundred miles an hour. Lost his front tooth because of Knocked the scooter. Wow, hundred miles an hour down the hill. Oh yeah, somebody left their shoe out. He went straight over, bang, 
That's harsh. Who'd left their shoe this out? Is the, one of the neighbours. This would have been six million in fees if it wasn't for your cousin. Yeah. Jesus. It did the job. Uh-huh. And in fairness, luckily we my luckily my cousin is a pediatric dentist. Because we were just your cousin. We were going to uh, <laughs> we were gonna just leave him and go, that'll be grand. She was now she's in Cork, so we had to like hop in the car, drive to Cork, get it removed. Straight away. The rest Straight away, of it. yeah, because at that age, if it starts rotting, it can block the, the one that's coming down. The adult tooth coming right. down. Is this like um, seeing out a breaking bad or was it like you're onto a gaff and sort of uh, yeah, we'll, we'll sort that out here. No, she brought us to like her practice. Okay. And, and was it blood everywhere? Yeah, at the time there was, was blood everywhere. It was pretty horrific. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, I repress all my bad memories from all that stuff. I don't, until I'm reminded of them later, it's like, well, that thing happened, that thing happened, that thing happened. I'm like, Oh yeah, I just have completely repressed them. I guess that's what everyone does. Uh, that's why I can't remember how long my wife was gone to the... Uh, <laughs> I know it was only a couple of minutes. Ago, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. How do you get your kids to take more risks then? Well, I, I so uh, we'd be the same. Conservative, less conservative, mad in terms of taking mm. risks. Like, I would say vastly more conservative than fairly normal then on the other extreme of like I'm going to see how, head, how my head is going to hurt when I bang it against the wall 25 yeah. times I feel great after that that would be the last one uh, the middle one's like happy to test the edges of everything and anything the way you would be and then uh, I think it's probably our over helicopter parenting of the first child that's, so we're completely to blame for it yeah. and, and they're ruined for life now because of what we did in the first 4 or 5 years we can't climb it back what I've found is that so he is careful right? but he's mad to get outside he's like if he's ever inside all he's doing about is talking about going outside and sometimes when he's outside he's still talking about going outside he's obsessed with it right. but what we have found is that if you he copies everything if he's in the company of any other child no matter what age he will copy every single thing they do to the point where we were out in the street playing with the neighbour the other day and the neighbour's child was uh, decided they didn't want their trousers on so they would take them off <laughs> turned around there's your man halfway down the street chasing after the football with the pants down around his ankles <laughs> um, but he w- he'll copy them so if they're taking if they're doing things whatever they're things, doing heroin when they're 13 yeah well no, there is that, like, you know what that was one of my first thoughts I, I know thought, oh, like, what Jesus, do you do here don't be doing, <laughs> don't be doing that but uh, actually no it is good because like so if they're hopping off the wall or there's stuff going on he'll do a bit of that I'm all for that to be honest with you I don't mind him doing that yeah it is the worst realisation I think of parenting when your child gets to about six, seven and has a proper personality and you realise that their personality is based on how much you've screwed it up for the last six or seven years <laughs> <laughs> they fuck you up your mum and dad they may not mean yeah. to but they do uh-huh. they give you all their own faults and that's some yeah. Yeah, but then you work through it ultimately yeah, or I mean or maybe you're no, just no I think so this is that's it now it's very hard to see maybe they become their own person but I very hard to see my seven year old suddenly becoming this unbelievably confident risk taking child well, well there'll be a, there'll be a few moments tonight. did you not change or were you always like this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that did not sound like a positive uh, comment. <laughs> You're the youngest, though, aren't you? You're always this way. I'm the oldest. You're the oldest? Yeah, there's only two right. of us. Yeah, but you should still be more conservative than you are. I'm fairly conservative. Ah, uh, you're not. Well, certainly you weren't when you were on stage with... Well, then, yeah, you see, once I discover drink, things went to pass. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is, once my young lad discovers drink, he'll be delighted with life. He still has all his teeth. His baby teeth. It's a bit weird, isn't it? 
At seven? Yeah, at nearly at seven and a half. Really? First class. He's never had... lost a single tooth. Wow. What's getting that rather obsessed about us? Take care of them particularly well. Uh, I think there's they're... only two or three gone in our house, though. Okay. That's he's the, the only kid, in his, the only kid in his class. They just follow naturally, like, as opposed to having to be right off a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, so we've, we've had one which has been, like, wobbly for a good four or five months, and I'm like, this might end up costing us a fortune here. Let this cause them to start you out. Well, there you go. Yeah, well, she could just, just, get her, she just get her to sponsor the podcast. Yeah, in contra. Yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about this, it's not the worst <laughs> idea we've ever had. Yeah, uh, we should add, if anybody out there wants to sponsor us, uh, feel free to get in touch. In There's contra. also, <laughs> I don't know, I'd, I'd like to ask our listeners if you could tell us, um, here's like a little thing, sometimes we put ads in the middle of it. Do you turn off when we put an ad in the middle of it, or do you keep going? Because that would like help us a lot if you would just keep going. Just even, just even to listen to the end of it and then go, those clowns, cashing your, in. Um, Cousins, what's her, what is her job? <laughs> She's a dentist. Pediatric dentist. Yeah. So we could have a suite of partners. Oh, yeah. One of yeah. them is that we could have our, here's our pediatric dentist partner. Yeah. That's a mouthful. Yeah. And comes on once a month for like a little, we'll have a little jingle. Yeah. She gives like 50 seconds of, I'm sure your child's washing, cleaning their teeth. Otherwise right. I'm going to charge you a fortune. Yeah. You don't want to be coming to see me. Yeah. Do people want it like, I, I mean, I don't assume. Do people want expert advice Well, on exactly. This I don't assume that there's a, a great swathe of people listening, number one. But number two, there's not um, a, do people have an appetite for us to actually have people on who know what they're talking about, I wonder? That's a good question. If anybody would like to uh, tell us, I would suspect that there is because um, if we bring somebody on, we're going to have proper questions to mm. go. Tell us about that. Like, have I ruined my child's life by That's a good uh, question. the age of seven? Mm. Somebody will come in and give us a bit of comfort or, you know, just to say, okay, well, that one's done. We should focus all our efforts on uh, two and three. See the way we were discussing, remember we were discussing that a few minutes ago and then like typical mid- middle-aged men, we just wandered off onto another topic and sort of when it came to a little bit of self-analysis, we were not all that comfortable and suddenly we're talking about how we're going to advertise on the podcast. <laughs> we were discussing, What's your point? We were discussing, what were you, we talking you about? Faith and, you oh, were you always and, like yeah. this? Yeah. Well, on that, right, I, was, I did want to bring this up because McIntyre had suggested if he was to turn up that he's going on holidays next week. And I'm going on holidays the week after. Right. Where are you going? Lanzarote. All oh, right. Madness. Go on. <laughs> so this is what I'm wondering. I get very stressed in situations where I have to spend time with my family. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? It's like, especially, especially... <laughs> For 10 the... days in a hotel. Well, where is Starting your... with the airport. See, the airport is going to be the killer. My wife is not Pay for... good with flights. Oh, for... hang on. <laughs> hang about. Somebody else is about to get in shit. And we should have nah, some nah, sort of a honk for that. That's like But you see it's a bit, it's this is particularly bad case because so she doesn't like flying. Gets second she goes through the door of the airport, tenses up. Yeah. I travel every weekend, have my own routine. Yeah. Where <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much on my own. I'm in the Aer Lingus Lounge. Yeah. I'm having a breakfast, breakfast on my own. On my own. Yeah. I'm having a beer on I'm my own. Listening to my headphones yeah. on my own. So you're reading exactly the, paper the same thing. On my own. Every Listen, single you're ten- week. <laughs> I'm just going to roll out what I'm used to doing in the airport. So, so your tenth wife will be looking after your three children and you'll be like, well, like I don't know why I brought them. I am a ninja when it comes to finding the shortest queue in the yeah. airport. Right. Yeah. Me Whereas too. obviously when there's now four Five other people with me, yeah. I'm like spotting that queue and then oh, somebody's <laughs> dropped their bloody Pokemon on the ground and they can't move quick enough when we've missed our spot. So all you can do is, is let it wash over you. And, yeah. and pay... It's easy for you to say. Pay for the, no, because I'm exactly the same. We have exactly the same scenario. Uh, I'm a happy traveller. My wife is not. 
and uh, and has managed to camouflage it from the kids fairly often. We've also stopped going on foreign holidays since <laughs> yeah. we've had kids. Yeah. Are they connected? I'm not sure. Um, but pay for the Express oh, yeah? queue-in. The Express queue-in is now so busy, it's not Express anymore, which is a little bit of a... But it is definitely better. And who are you flying with? Aer Lingus. I mean, the terminal, great people. the terminal is empty. It's great. It's like a significant difference than the maelstrom of Terminal 1. There is an element of... I appreciate that this may not be fine uh, willing Spit it out. Go on. Uh, enjoying the journey, philosophically and actually. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> like, if you actually understand, if you start off the journey with, like, here's the stuff we're going to have to do, it's, some of it's going to be a pain in the hole, and some of it's definitely going to be sort of stressful and tension-filled. But can actually, you, if your philosophy is to... I'm going, to, I'm going to try and enjoy it if can I can. Can you do that? This is like Sometimes. sitting in my review I've, again. I found it <laughs> with, your, with your wife. <laughs> You're like, two monthly review with your wife. So now exactly. it's like, we need to work on over the last few months. You've been a bit... Anyway. It has to be a fine thing. Uh, <laughs> we're back into that two-hour conversation again. Are we? Wow. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> you uh, philosophically oh, yeah. enjoying the journey. Yeah, yeah. I, I, see, I'm feeling... A Touch smog at the minute because I really enjoyed the last family holiday we had. Where is that? Uh, Enniscrone and Connemara. Uh, and I was actually, for whatever reason, thinking about this over the last 24 hours about some of the reasons for enjoying it were just that we did the thing that we don't re really ever do, which is to go. I'm like a man, I want to go, I want to go, go, go all the time. Mm. So if we didn't have any kids, I'd be like, right, we'll go here and then we go there and then yeah. we go there. And, there. and so I'm currently weaning myself off that stuff, but definitely rapidly coming to the realization that just going to a place, which sounds like you might be doing, mm. putting down roots and just staying there is there to be enjoyed. Like you. Yeah, you see, I'm, I'm like you. I like the. So we're going to sit on the. beside the pool for maybe one hour. Then let's go do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, no, like the kids are just their plays. Yeah, but. Come on! Can we achieve something from the day? That's really my outlook. Yeah. Whereby, just... Just to achieve something. Just at the end of the day, you can go, well, we did that. Yeah. But the other problem we is... We went my, to that shitty tourist attraction. Absolutely. We it was, queued for an hour. It was a total we had a failure. the whole time yeah. we were there, but we did it. We <laughs> fucking did it. Yeah, it was a failure. <laughs> Instead of but just sitting here and doing nothing. I but mean, then, uh, we, then we get to Lanzarote and it'll flip, whereby my wife will become ultra-relaxed. Right. So she'll sit by the pool and the kid, lads will be running around like lunatics. And I'll be sitting on the edge of my seat going, can't take my eyes off them in case one of them falls in the pool. Even though they can, yeah. she'd be like, but they can swim. I'm like, but. <laughs> yeah. So then I'm getting at them and then it becomes this. Yeah. Because I'm uh, getting how do you fix that? already. How do I fix that? I don't know. In the next seven days. <laughs> you need to change your... Sorry to come back to our review here. You need to. <laughs> I feel as if we might be giving away too much. There's supposed to be just one-on-one sessions. <laughs> wow. uh, you need to change your touchpoint philosophy, right? So that I need to be willing to let the child drown. No, of course not. But so that everything you do, you come back to a touchpoint. CPR is good these days. You come back to a touchpoint. So it's like. Because you get lost in the moment and you get, you totally, like, I'm not, by the way, here, I am not Dr. Zen by any stretch of the imagination. And uh, I'm only sort of offering these theories in the basis that I'm trying to work on them myself. Um, but having some sort of a touchpoint philosophy of, well, here's my approach to this thing generally, probably helps some of that stuff. I mean, I can't tell you that works in practice, but all I'm saying is that when we went on the holiday, I just took a slightly different approach to wanting to go off and explore half the country. In advance, did you yeah. know that you, you, yeah. you decided, decided before, on your way over, you were like... <laughs> yeah, my wife would be constantly saying, 
let's stop going places. Let's stop trying to explore stuff. Let's, let's just, just do nothing. This one exactly. And, I'm, and I've railed with every fibre of my being against that up to this point, and I'm now... Because they were all the best holidays when you were in your 20s. Oh, you'd go and places and like, there was five different yeah. spots, and you'd come back and you'd be like, I've seen the world yeah, in two exact, weeks. That's exa you're exactly right. And now it's like... Forget about seeing the world, folks. These four walls. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of a... Yeah. It, it's definitely... It's part of that making accommodation with this is your new life. You're going to have to do this forever. And also then the value of making your peace and enjoying that stuff mm. to the rest of your life. Yeah. So that we, were talking, we were talking about this a bit where Dave was like, oh, you should talk about enjoying it. And I remember like the hour before we left Donegal, the weather was good and the kids were in the back garden of their grandparents' house. And it was like, oh, I finally feel calm after this uh, whole thing and mm. we're leaving in an hour. <laughs> yeah. But they're like... It, I, I will remember nothing else really about it. Was a, it was a normal Easter, but it happens the same way every year. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to remember anything else about it, but I do. Uh, there was that like little restorative 15, 20 minutes where the sun was out, it was hot. Um, we were just chatting. Everybody, like the kids would run, ramble over and one of them would have a chat with you and then they'd go off and play again. And you're like, well, if this is what life is, that's great. Now, unfortunately, it was a short period. <laughs> There's a, there's a line in The Mayor of Casterbridge about happiness being a minor episode in a general drama of pain uh. that unfortunately stuck with me as a 16-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I've never quite been able to shake. And it is about like finding those little moments in wherever you are and going, well, this is good now. Everybody's here and everybody's happy. Mm. I hear what you're saying. Make sure they go to the kids' club every day. <laughs> yeah, get rid of them. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> like, it's good for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and good for you too. I was at a stag in Belfast, an old person stag, somebody who's like even older than me getting married, first marriage. And I, I would say about, um, we've been drinking all day from about like half 11 a.m. This recently? Last weekend. Okay. And uh, the stag turned around to a friend of mine and went, do you have to schedule sex? This led to an interesting conversation. <laughs> it's like oh, it's a good question I'm going to put that out there <laughs> listeners <laughs> now is your time now is your time what was the general consensus Jer everybody laughed everybody laughed <laughs> and uncomfortably moved on. <laughs> 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 I believe it's the last day of the season tomorrow the answer was <laughs> no it happens every night and then the laughter <laughs> ratcheted up to <laughs> new and amazing levels <laughs> oh, my. Uh, disbelief and then I was like hang on a second was he, was he the truth? who are you <laughs> yeah. just a non-married guy yeah oh, no, he's married he's married yeah <laughs> yeah I mean obviously <laughs> it was like the it was the best and only answer <laughs> everybody else was like <laughs> I was more impressed that you were out drinking all day Friday and then went out in the stag oh, you know not dead yet but feeling dead now is the uh, there was less price to pay because I started drinking um, uh, Corona and pints of water at the end of the night which is like practically not drinking basically mm. is it? yeah we move off that topic. Is, it? <laughs> <laughs> is that what's happening? It's a silence. The Otherwise, it'll be very silence. awkward the next time anyone meets anybody's wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, well, maybe it will be. There you go. What else have you got? For us <laughs> well, Adrian, what's your topic? I have um, another moment that I've another thing that I found by consequence of our signing up to a triathlon. I have found evenings that, in a way, that I never realised existed before. So 
I mean, I, by the way, I'll caveat this massively by saying that once the triathlon's over, I'll probably go back to the way I've always been. But for now, Have you got swimming every night? carries on with amazingness. Uh, not every night, but twice a week. So it means that... So you've gone twice so far? No, four times. Um, After bedtime? Yeah. So there's a whole window of opportunity there to maybe schedule things or, or go swimming. Um, but at the, minute, at the minute, just go swimming. <laughs> do, you send, do you send a, a little calendar invite? <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. What yeah. form of communication yeah. do you use, Adrian? Yeah, yeah, Emojis. Yeah. Do you get a response? Let's go back to the swimming now. Um, I, I think we've all, we can all agree I've been more giving than Tenuous. ADP on this, uh, on this podcast. Tenuous uh, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. Tentative. Tentative. Tentative, <laughs> Tentative response. <laughs> that's on good work, but uh, <laughs> Coronation Street is on. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, so post-bet, so... Post bed, so you get dinner when you come home. Generally, get home about seven o'clock. Bedtime. What are you doing for the two hours after you leave work? Hey. Oh. <laughs> uh, bedtime then is sort of <laughs> half. Se- uh, bedtime generally takes up sort of half seven to half eight, roughly. I mean, give or take. Um, and then about nine o'clock, there's a pool up the road that opens, only opens to non-members at nine o'clock, and it's absolutely perfect. You go in for a forty-five minute swim. You actually feel at a point in the day where I'd be totally dozing off, mm. watching some shite on the TV, eating some shite on the couch, and suddenly, nine o'clock, in the pool, 45 minutes, shower afterwards, yeah, fresh maybe. as a daisy. Yeah, I always find that uh, any late night exercise, I'm like a bit wired for a couple of hours afterwards. I've tried running at night. <laughs> what, are we, are we talking, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Not that, obviously. I fall asleep straight away. Quick cigarette. If I recall correctly. <laughs> I am Randy. <laughs> so, um, I find that if you do running, you can't. You're like, but it's sleep. A bit of swim is different, is it? I find it. I find Kinda it. Aww. Like you de- I definitely find afterwards. I am full, <laughs> full of energy and joie de vivre. Va 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 No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't die. No. There you. You're too. Uh, um, you're too self-conscious now. No, uh, no. Just I do do feel as if I I it doesn't knock me out straight away, but definitely I don't find that when I do go to bed that there's any I feel I doze off pretty quickly because you're pretty knackered at some point after once you come off that bit of a buzz. Yeah, but yeah, it's just opened up a whole new window of life. But is it only a summertime thing? Is it like as soon as the weather gets good? And I wonder, like, yeah. could you do that? Would you do that in October when it's dark? Oh, I was rain? saying. This over 35 football I started playing is 9 o'clock on a Wednesday night. It's perfect. Yeah. Kids are going to bed. Yeah. You are a bit, when you get home, a bit wired. Yeah. Again, it's the only time you actually get to do something now. It's a window of time that exists in a parent's life that you probably don't make enough of. You have to maximise, because otherwise you do end up watching shit TV yeah. and eating the kids' Easter eggs. Yeah. Well, it also reinforces that you really should get your kids to bed early. I know lots of people like to keep their kids up late mm. because I know everyone's circumstances are different so people don't have their kids in crash all day and don't get to pick them up until 7 o'clock and yeah. don't see them unless they keep them up for a couple of hours. But uh, getting them to bed at like half 7 or 8 o'clock is... Well, we start bedtime at 7 and it finishes sometime around 10 to 9 <laughs> when, when I finally sh- shoo them back up for the fourth time. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Get out of bed! So yours come downstairs. Yeah, they started to... That's last. only started in the last week whereby... Because the baby goes to bed at the same time as the two lads, and they're chatting away, and every so often there'll be a, God, 
Water! <laughs> but and next thing the baby starts crying. In the, in the room. Yeah, that's but sometimes it. you might forget. <clears throat> and ah. I drank it all already. Yeah. So then my wife's like, just come downstairs and ask us for the water. Don't shout. But now you're not expecting them. Next so you're sitting, sitting there. You're just... Game of Thrones. You didn't know what Game of Thrones did. <laughs> Tentatively accept the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. And you look around and there's like a five-year-old like... <laughs> Shocked. Or worse, you're just in the kitchen doing something random and suddenly it's like the bloody omen and there's a little child <laughs> Yeah, standing there behind you who hasn't said a word. And ours slowly... Well, the youngest, uh, the middle one who comes down, slowly opens the door, kind of thinking that no one can see the door. And like, oh, come on. <laughs> Put a little bell on it. Yeah, on the child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do to stop them coming down. It's like, it's bright, it's, you know. Yeah, that's the problem. It is like bright. Like it is, uh, unless you're going to get blackout blinds. and Blackout blinds, you can get them actually on the internet really cheaply and you can fix them yeah. really easily and take them off just as easily. They're a couple of quid. These are the sucker ones. The, these are the... We bring them on had, holidays with us. We had um, sticker, uh, sticky ones. Right. So you, and you can also, you just use scissors, they're made of paper, cut them accordingly, you can uh, pull them down and they've got the clips with them. I'd say these ones, we, we had them for, the for a reason at the time where we moved into our house before we got curtains. And they looked, when we took them down, they looked every bit as good as when we put them up. Right. I'd highly recommend them. I actually have no idea of the product name or anything like that, but I'm sure if you Google them, you find them. I'm sure they'd send us some free ones. Um, I did, it did, on that exact note, when you mentioned Easter eggs, it brought, uh, it reminded me that I needed to say thanks to... Nobo. What? Whoa! Nobo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. First, was to you by I was Nobo actually just—I was just about to say no one ever sends us free stuff, and then I forgot that's not true. This and and by the way, this was a lovely package that arrived. It was on foot of our conversation post Easter about you guys going off to the Easter egg hunt, and I must have said something about my son not being able to eat uh, dairy, so not yep. being able to partake. And they sent in a lovely package to say that they were fans of the Dadcast, had heard the point, and sent in a lovely little box with about six or seven or eight. Little packets of dairy-free chocolate. Brilliant. Nobo, Nobo.ie, they make a delicious chocolatey treat that has all the creaminess of a luxury milk chocolate, did but none of the refined sugar, dairy, are unnecessary. Wait, did, did I never mention that I don't eat dairy at all? Does um, Well, you're not a child, I think, is probably the... I know, I'm an adult who would, you know... Lovely stuff. And you got the pun. No bow. No oh. cow. Oh, I didn't actually. Until yeah, yeah. Said it there. And it is B.O. Fada, so yeah. that's... Yeah. No bow. <laughs> So like it. Well spotted, yeah. Again. Yeah, it's a fair play. Thanks very much. Show me it there. Show me the cover. They do loads oh, of. Oh, these are the lads. They do the. Um, they do the ice creams. Frozen goodness. Frozen goodness. Click on frozen goodness. I used to eat these all the time. Yeah. Because when you go dairy free, first thing you might miss is the old Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. <laughs> They've got a thing on here called Love Board. Hey-o. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I used, I used, uh, I used French to eat, lemon. I used coconut. to eat a lot of these uh, Nobu ice creams. Oh, passion fruit and mango sounds good. These all look good, don't Shocked they? Shocked and toast, toasted almonds. The pictures. Yeah, the Irish salt and caramel oh, was the I'm one I used to go with. Mint toffee. Quality. Oh Jesus, that looks good. Okay, so we're only out of these type of conversations when McIntyre isn't here. He'd be uh, ruining it. Where's the protein sugar content? Right. He would definitely be tutting uh, badly about it. Um, was there anything else? I, uh, I I noticed a tweet from a, uh, a listener which uh, pointed out the issue that we did think maybe one in the last episode of all the cursing. He said, my 10-year-old daughter, this is Barry O'Donovan, my 10-year-old daughter told me this was inappropriate to play in the car with the banned language. You fucking swear there was never a bad fucking word uttered by her fucking father ever. Although, in fairness, she did have a play date with her in the car. <laughs> 
Uh, I also had a DM from a listener. I actually have had some support. Yeah. Post Annette. the thing. Yeah. But also another DM from. Am I allowed to read his name? He hasn't said not to read his name. Well, you know, private correspondence. I'd say it's from Alan. I feel, I feel wrong about. Particularly given his last line, it would feel wrong about using his full name. Hi, Adrian. Just listened to Dadcast and was worried about your story near the near the end until you mentioned the breastfeeding. That is a rough time. Have four of my own. I went through the situation twice. It's hard, and with one, it's hard. And with one, I led the cha- I led the change to bottles, and it worked. And with the other, I couldn't as there was too much of a connection. So my missus took charge. Keep up the great work of the podcast. I was coughing and almost in tears, laughing on my way home from work earlier. I also used to be Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Alan. <laughs> Come on, Alan. Uh, look, so, it, it, yeah, breastfeeding is obviously a very difficult time. If you need help, you need help. That's uh, the advice. You're be, talking to. The advice, would, the actual real advice would be to seek help if you need help. Like at least make the phone call and go. That's I exactly what I did. I don't think you need to come home, but if you want to come home. Oh, that's even worse. Did I say that? Yeah, no, you should no, do no, that, no, Adrian, no. next time. No, I just said, can you come home? No, please. <laughs> this is getting desperate. The, on the back of our F-word conversation, the last time um, I arrived home and uh, middle child says, little one has been using the F-word. And then he just <laughs> and he just came straight out with it and smiled and laughed. And, <laughs> and we were all like, what? What happened there? And then he goes... And he pointed to his sister. She had told him. Oh, she had told him, taught it yes. to him, and then told on him. Oh, yes. Oh, that is devious. <laughs> I mean, it was, but it was classic, so we yeah. couldn't actually give it to anybody, really. It was like... He just started laughing. But she's pretty devious. Yeah. That's like, I'm going to get you in trouble for this thing, and I'm, I'm going to get to say it, like, to you, as often as I want. As, as long as it takes you to learn it, I'm going to get to use this thing that yeah. I'm not allowed to use. Yeah. And then I'm going to get you in trouble for it. That so, is, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. She's going to be I'd the boss of all of us. Right. Are we done? It's uh, slightly shorter. We've got busy schedules. <laughs> <laughs> Ten, at least tentatively busy schedules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <are you> busy? <laughs> I am Randy. <laughs> and that is the end of that. There might not be another one of these. We'll see if uh, McIntyre ever makes it back. But uh, if you want to get involved, you we can... need a replacement dad. You can email us, dadcast at offtheball.com. Subdad. Is the email Get Conor McNamara in. You can use the hashtag... It's good shout. Uh, dadcast. Dave's replacement. Uh, yeah. There's, lo- there's loads of people who've been Dave's replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Get Andy Lee back in. We'll see you next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just shouting random thoughts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> mm-hmm.